Hey, hey, how's it going? Happy Monday. Uh, This is Michael McGovern with the Truth About Real Estate Investing podcast. Today, we're going to talk about growing too fast. We're not growing fast enough, right? So in this business, you know, there's a lot of a lot of shiny objects out there. You know, everybody's got the next best thing. Everybody knows what's best. Everybody's processes, systems, automation is better than yours. And it's easily, it's easy to get sidetracked by that. You know, it's easy to get caught up in doing what everybody else is doing and not really focusing on what's going to be successful for you. Myself personally, I've been in that position for the last two years. You know, the ups and downs of this business has consistently caused me to question, you know, what I'm doing in my process. Am I doing the right thing? Um, you know, going back, trying something new, trying someone else's program, uh, trying a different CRM. There's so many things that you can do um, to, to try to get started. And a lot of times, you know, the biggest thing is, is the action, right? The biggest thing is just getting in there and learning what works for you. Because your system isn't everybody's system. You don't connect with people the same way other people connect with people. You have to figure out what is best for you inside this business and what is going to make your business successful, right? So we're talking about, you know, getting too big too fast. Now, when I say getting too big too fast, that's not in a sense of excelling and having a successful business. It's trying to build your business too big too fast. You see, a lot of times... Again, we see people out there getting virtual assistants and bringing in acquisitions guys and all of these things. And how do you know when is the right time for you and your business? You know, for me, again, you know, I did a lot of these things. I've made these mistakes. I'm creating this podcast to help you not make these same mistakes. You know, it wasn't um, it wasn't six months into our business before we changed our CRMs three times. Um, you know, I, I thought that I needed to do virtual wholesaling. I thought that I needed to do wholesaling in my backyard. You know, it was always constantly changing something versus just trying to push one thing, right? So the biggest thing that I can give you for advice is go 90 days, try a system for 90 days, see what happens. Don't constantly keep changing everything within your business because then you never have anything to track. You never have anything to measure. And you never have anything that's consistent enough to know whether you're progressing or you're not progressing. One of the biggest things that we've had challenges in within our business, you know, is bringing people on too fast. Um, you know, I've tried to bring in acquisitions guys before. It just didn't work. The business, the leads, the things weren't there to support. The foundation wasn't there to support multiple people, right? I was trying to delegate work that I didn't want to do. But you have to go through. You have to do these things first to be able to teach somebody else how to do those things. Another thing is our virtual assistants, like I had mentioned before. You know, I have two or three times tried to bring a virtual assistant into my business and was unsuccessful with it. Why was I, un- why was I unsuccessful with it? Because I didn't do the things that I was training the VA to do. You know, there was a lot of times other than him doing some marketing on our social medias um, and doing some data and pulling some lists that I couldn't keep him busy. Our business wasn't going fast enough to be able to bring a virtual assistant in. So what did I do? I wasted money week after week after week trying to give them work. But our business and our foundation and our infrastructure was not ready for that yet. 
you have to make sure you get to the point where your capacity is completely tapped out before you bring somebody into those roles. Because if not, you don't even know what the next thing you're going to be doing once you give it to them. You have to build these systems. SOPs are so important in this business. How are you being able to bring somebody else in to do the work that you have not done, right? So that's one thing today that I really, really want to focus on. Why? Because today I had to fire a virtual assistant. I brought a VA in. They worked with us for the last three months. And it got to the point where we just didn't have the work to keep a VA consistently busy for 40 hours a week, right? So don't commit to the 40 hours a week right out the gate. Bring somebody in. Let them work 10 hours a week. Let them work 20 hours a week and build that 40 hours up. Because what happens? You end up wasting $200 biweekly to support these guys. And it doesn't seem bad when it's $100 a week. But when you've gone through three months of that and you're not getting an ROI from what you're having them do, now your business is taking a step backwards. Now that's money that you could be putting into data management. That's money that you could be putting into pulling lists. That's money that could be put into much better places in your business to help you propel yourself to be able to create that foundation to bring in a virtual assistant. So that being said, be careful how fast you try to grow. When is a good time to bring an acquisitions person in? Best way to bring an acquisitions person in is when your capacity no longer is suffice to be able to continue to go to project or go to house after house, talk with sellers all day. You need to understand that your your time is very valuable, right? You are the CEO of your business or the COO of your business, whatever your role might be. You have to understand that within that business, you are the person that keeps this needle moving. So when you're out looking at every house and you're talking to every seller, All that's doing is slowing you down within your business. So you have to make that decision. When is a good time to bring an acquisitions person in? When? When you can afford one. When you are doing consistent enough revenue that you can afford to bring an acquisitions person in to be able to scale your business. Because if you are not ready or you do not have the structure to bring an acquisitions person on, all you will be doing is paying somebody to do the work that you can still be doing. We have to understand that we have to do these things to be able to teach them, right? It's one thing to consume knowledge. It's another thing to implement the knowledge. It's another thing to educate yourself. It's another thing to teach it, right? So you have to go through each step of each of these processes to be able to put somebody in those roles, to be able to pull yourself out of that business. So today, again, we are talking about the role of the virtual assistant and the role of the acquisitions. Those are the two most important roles when it comes to starting your company. So I'm going to give you a couple little hints on how to bring these people in that can do it in a way that you're able to continue to grow your business, not take too many steps backwards, and not have to end up in a position that I've been in where I've had to get rid of somebody or get rid of an acquisition or get rid of a virtual assistant. Don't make that mistake because in the beginning, our business is so fragile that if we're overspending on the wrong things, it could cripple us. So first off, let's talk about the VA. The best time to bring in a virtual assistant or how to bring in a virtual assistant is again, when you've got standard processes 
that you have consistently done time and time again, you've been able to measure them, you know that they're consistent, you have systems that you've been able to consistently see results from, then you bring them in. Don't start them out at 40 hours, bring them in for 10 hours a week. Maybe have them doing some social media engagement, have them doing some texting campaigns, um, have them doing some transactional things, bring them in at 10 hours bump them up to 20 hours, right? Now we're going to have them doing some list pulling and data management, right? Now let's bump them up to 30 hours. They can start doing maybe some dispo things and things that are just pushing that needle consistently within your business. And then we'll get them up to that 40 hour range where now those tasks that are the in and out, in and out things that you have to do every single day. Now you're able to watch those continue to be done successfully without having to take time away from you. The next is our acquisitions, right? Get into your business. You need to be doing a few deals a month, right? Let's say one, two, three, four deals a month. Be making ten dollars to $25,000 a month of consistent revenue to be able to bring in an acquisitions because as soon as you bring that person in, now you're on to the next thing. But what is your next thing? You need to make sure what you're doing is growing your business, whether it's marketing, it's branding, it's uh, customer support. You know, how can you create a better referral process? How can you have touches once you've already successfully landed a seller, right? How can you continue to talk to them and walk them through that that process of selling their property, right? You need to focus on all these little things because that's what's going to allow your acquisitions team to continue to grow, bring in more deals, and then continue to help you push push that business forward and find new ways to help continue to help them make more money. So, those are the two biggest ways to bring in a VA and a, virtu- a virtual assistant in your acquisitions. Don't do it too soon or you'll, lo- or you'll kill your business. You have to be able to slow down, do things consistently, measure them, 90-day increments, review, implement, and grow. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you have a wonderful Monday.